Father's Day. Last Sunday was Father's Day. Just like Mother's Day, most people have a bit of an ambivalent feeling about it. On one hand, most of us want to honor fatherhood in general, and more often than not, our own fathers. On the other hand, we feel a bit sheepish of making him breakfast on that day, but never on others. Add to that the trauma which some of us are carrying due to an abusive or absent father, and you can see why some don't even bother remembering the day. At the risk of stirring up bad memories, let us try to unpack this feast, and with it the whole idea of fatherhood. The first question you can ask yourself is the following. Is it Father's Day, that is, the day when I celebrate my father, or is it Father's Day, that is, the day when we remember and honor fathers in general? Common parlance goes for the second spelling, which means that it is a more general and in some ways more impersonal event. However, if you have a father whom you love and respect, count yourself lucky and find ways to honor him, not just on this particular Sunday. But if you don't, still take time to ponder the importance of this special institution. What is a father anyway? In its most basic form, it designates a man who has sired a child. It is a physical reality which, alas, is being doubted and confused by various in vitro experiments today, but that is a matter for another day. Often this kind of fatherhood is all that people experience. He passed on his genes, but apart from that he has been MIA, missing in action. Some people don't even know who their father was, which makes the concept all the more confusing. Without falling into traditional stereotypes, many would explain true fatherhood as a relationship which involves care and love. A father, and of course not only he, protects a child, provides and defends it. None of this takes away from the role of the mother, and single moms in particular have to do double duty. Still, many of us experience or experienced our mother as the nurturing one, and our father as the one, if you allow me that expression, who goes out to get the mammoth. In traditional societies, fathers also had an educational role. Often, they passed on their trade to their sons, and so spent a fair bit of time helping them acquire the necessary skills. But even in families and societies where this is no longer the case, fatherhood often involves education. I vividly remember my sister, when she was about six years old, constantly asking during walks what a particular flower or grass was called. My dad got irritated at himself for not knowing most of them, so he started cramming botany and then began to teach my sister all those exotic names which she remembers to this day. Which gets us to a more figurative, yet no less important meaning of the word father. We often describe a person in that way when they played the role of mentor in our lives. He might have been in a different phase of our lives or in a different area of activity. I clearly had a father figure at the Boy Scouts, and my uncle Udo has played the role of a father ever since I was a teenager, and even more so once my dad had passed away. He was always ready to listen to me, and in very discreet ways gave advice here and then. Finally, there is the spiritual father, a concept in many of the world's religions. Let us use the early Egyptian monastic tradition as an example. 
In the 300s, men and women decided to move into the Egyptian desert in order to flee what they thought was the great ease and decadence of Roman society. They set themselves up in little caves, ate precious little, worked with their hands, and prayed a lot. Soon people were drawn to these spiritual people and came out into the desert for advice. There's a whole collection of those interchanges between monks and people looking for advice, some of them very entertaining. At a certain point, those monks were called Desert Fathers and the women Desert Mothers because of the important role they played in people's lives. Some described it as follows. My earthly father gave me physical, but my Abba, spiritual life. From all these examples, we can glean that fatherhood involves genuine responsibility. You don't just wake up a real father. You have to grow into it through taking responsibility for your physical or spiritual children. That can be heavy, which is probably why some men run away because they find themselves incapable of doing so. Others try their best, but since they experience an absent father themselves, they struggle to understand how to fulfill the role. Thinking back to my own childhood, I realize what all was required from my father. Affection and love, which in itself can be hard when you deal with a son like me. Patience is needed, both because it takes a while for a kid to get what you are trying to teach him, but also because they can drive you nuts with their antics. For example, I was studying the violin and my parents paid a very good teacher, yet I hardly practiced and so tested my dad's patience quite significantly. Nor is fatherhood a short distance race. You have to set your stomach for 18 years minimum before you can look a decent adult in the face. Do I really want to do that? In the course of those years, you invariably encounter times when you have to be tough and not shy away from confrontation. Why does it have to be me? Some fathers ask and shirk their responsibility. Finally, you have to be ready to keep loving and serving your kids without getting much thanks, except maybe on Father's Day. Kids typically take their parents for granted, often until it is too late. I had the good fortune to be encouraged by a friend of mine to take a particular season of Lent to write my father a weekly letter. Yes, people used to do that. But the idea was not to do small talk, but A, to share what was really going on in my life, and B, to find different ways to thank him for his role in my life. I found it easier than I thought. In fact, I experienced the marriage maxim I'd once heard. Expressing love increases love. To this day, I am grateful that I was able to express my gratitude to him before it was too late. Okay, Father's Day is past, so what are these reflections for? As we said at the beginning... Thinking of and honoring fathers only on that day is somehow silly anyway. So let us consider for a moment that it is Father's Week or Father's Month. What could we do to celebrate it? That will probably depend on how old we are, but we assume most of our listeners are adults. So if our father is still alive and we have a decent, not necessarily brilliant relationship with him, let us consider how privileged we are that we have a father and thus life and that we know him. If possible, let us receive his affection. Another definitely more challenging practice is to actually listen to him. Many of us have observed that as we've grown older, somehow our parents have become wiser. While we do not advocate, 
taking our dad's every advice. Consider his point of view. Let him express it and find ways to actually learn from him. I found writing a letter easier than doing it in person, but find a way to express sincere and concrete gratitude for what he means to you. If your father is no longer alive, consider writing him a letter anyway. It sounds funny, but you might be surprised how powerful such a ritual can be. But let us also stand Father's Week on its head. Have you ever considered being a father? For some of us, that has become reality, and we have our own children. In that case, rededicate yourself to being all you can as a father for your children. Maybe set new priorities for that role. Embrace the beautiful responsibility of fatherhood. However, whether you have children or not, consider becoming a surrogate father, so to speak, a mentor, a spiritual father for somebody else. We might know young people in our circles who have an absent father. Maybe there's a teenager who, during puberty, could use another father to talk to, so to speak. Or consider joining one of the many mentoring schemes which match young people with gifted adults who are ready to reach out to them. Fatherhood has many facets, and there's surely one which is right for you. But wait, what if you're a woman? Then celebrate Mother's Month.